In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. A road is just a road, but a Jeep SUV isn't just an SUV. Come see for yourself at the Jeep Start Something New sales event. During Owner Appreciation Month, finance get $3,750 total cash allowance on the purchase of select 2020 Jeep Compass Latitude 4x4 models in dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Jeep Compass Latitude models as of 1-3-2020 in dealer stock. Financing for well-qualified buyers who price their capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 2-3-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with today's edition of Southern Fried Soccer. I'm joined by Atlanta United's Andrew Wheeler. Omianu? Omianu. I keep getting it wrong. I'm very mad at myself right now, so I apologize. Andrew, you're a first-year rookie. You haven't gotten to play a whole lot, but you're getting to watch a fantastically fun team. Just describe the experience so far this year. Um, well, yeah, it's definitely it's a different perspective from watching. I've watched fun teams my whole life, but now I'm a part of a fun team that they haven't been before. But this is at another level, so I'm trying to come in and learn every day, and that's that's my main focus, really. Um, you know, like you mentioned, I haven't gotten much playing time, but that hasn't really stopped me from trying to learn and, and get better every day. So that's what I put my main focus on, and, and that's where I find my most enjoyment. So to be a part of a team that is successful, right? you know you can learn things every day, um, that has its enjoyment in itself. To be fair, there's you know there, there's a group of guys that haven't got to play very much. Because the team has been in a playoff race most of the season, it can lock that up uh, tomorrow uh, when it hosts Philadelphia at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. One win, and mathematically, they're guaranteed a playoff spot. If they also win, they're able to keep pressure on NYCFC for the second spot in the playoffs. Is just this, the results better than you imagined when you got selected in, in the in the draft way back in February? Um, didn't really know what to imagine. Like I said, my, my focus was was solely on trying to come in and, and help the team get better every day and and earn my right to be here. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a given that I'm here. You know, you have to earn it every day. So um, I couldn't have told you that we actually like mathematically qualified tomorrow if we win. Like, you will. Yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Um, that's not really our focus. Our, our focus is trying to go in and get the job done every game, no matter what the lineup, uh, no matter what the circumstances are. So as of late, we've been able to do that, and hopefully that continues. But, yeah. Is there a particular player that you watch out there that you really try to, to learn from, maybe compared to some of the others? Um, definitely uh, from uh, terms of, like, a thinking of the game. Mm -hmm. um, I, I watch uh, Jeff and, and Parky a lot mm -hmm. because – they play uh, a very calm style of soccer, and that's I'm, I'm a calm person right. just by by nature. So, and that's how I kind of bring my my character onto the field as well. And so, those are the people I certainly like to emulate in terms of how they uh, carry themselves on the field and how they process information. But I really do try to pick up things from everybody. Like, mm -hmm. 
the way that Jeff strikes the ball, the way that Harrison Heath on our team strikes the ball, very clean, very consistent. Um, the way that Kevin Kratz or Joseph Martinez shoot the ball, mm -hmm. um, just the technique they have on it, the movement of Yamil and Miguel is out of this world in terms of what I've ever seen before. So I really, you know, obviously I have my own position, but I, I, I like to understand the game from as many positions as I can. So by watching and understanding how your teammates move, you can when you play with them, you can help better put them in positions to be successful as they can do for me. Now, what was your first soccer memory? I love asking this question because the answers are always pretty interesting. Uh, my first soccer memory is there's a there's a few early ones, but my earliest one is is probably just playing. Uh, in my, my father was my coach mm -hmm. for my town team till I was 14. So honestly, my first memory is doing a move on the field and looking over to my father and seeing him smile. Oh, that's um, cool. And in my mind, it's like, uh, I don't know, I, if I processed that word at the time I was seven, but it was a prideful smile. Yeah. That like, hey, that's my son. Um, and obviously that gives you a nice warm feeling inside. So Was it a good move? Was it intentional? It was a rainbow, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, which oh. I don't do anymore. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was quite the adventurous type on occasions. So. It was something he used to do a lot when he played. Uh -huh. uh, is that why you did it? Is that yeah? He okay. taught me how to do it, uh, so I did it in the game, and he was like, smiled. Yeah, like, all right, sweet. I think if you tried that now, somebody would probably try to put you on your butt. Yeah, probably the whole team. <laughs> and then afterwards, they keep me down as I tried to get back up. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Now, the last time you and I spoke, it was for a feature on you completing your degree mm -hmm. at Harvard, um, and you you were going to take a little bit of time off, but then you had some thoughts about some things you were going to do in the months after that. I was curious if you'd be able to pursue any of that or what you've been doing with all the free time you have now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do a lot of stuff in my free time. Um, funny enough, I thought I was going to watch a lot of TV, and I really don't watch a lot of TV at all. Uh, I love sports, so it's nice that the Premier League started and, and the NFL is back, and NBA soon enough because I, I just love sports mm -hmm. um, but I, I play the piano every day um, I went out and bought a, bought a piano uh, a keyboard as soon as I got back from graduation and I play every day um, just trying to improve my skills uh, I do puzzles I really like puzzles mm -hmm. um, and I have an adult coloring book that I use um, not adult rated just an adult coloring, yeah, yeah. Adult coloring book uh, they're like really intricate designs uh -huh. that help you just kind of like process things in a oh, that's cool yeah um i need that after butchering your last name yeah. <laughs> it's good for all all types of things um and then a lot of the guys here uh which i've joined which has been a lot of fun in the morning we do crosswords uh -huh. um parky started bringing them in uh, oh and i guess it's a thing he's done for most of his career uh, and there's some guys who are really good. Like, is it competitive or is yeah, it like? It's definitely, we're all competitive people. It's definitely competitive. What's so, on the line? No, nothing's really on the line. It's just pride. And, okay. You know, so as a as a competitive person, I've made it my mission to become as good as some of the other guys in here. Right. Notably, one Jeff is very good at them. Um, so I bought a subscription to New York Times crossword, and I bought a crossword book, and I do crosswords every day. Okay. So how many of the crossword challenges have you won? I don't win crossword challenges. You don't win them? Like, in terms of, like, what, what do you define as winning? Because Whatever the contest is. 
Okay, in terms of like the contest, no, I don't win them. But in terms of getting better, yeah, I win it. Okay, all right. So what's been the, uh, you know, you've gone on uh, a few of the road trips with the team. You've, you've made the 18 for a few games. Who's outside of Atlanta United the most impressive player you've seen up close in MLS this season? Mm. Um, quite honestly, because I, <laughs> it's not really outside of Atlanta United. Um, our, some of our attacking players, Miguel and Emil, in particular, I love their movement. Like, obviously, they're very technical players and can do great things with the ball. But the way they move in free space without the ball, um, I I, um, I appreciate that, and I I like watching that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but outside of that, I, don't know, I, I spend a lot of time watching our own tactics and right. how we're doing in the game. So I can't really I can't really put my Right. My finger on who, who else outside of the team is who I, I've enjoyed watching. Now, do y'all play FIFA back uh, there? No, not back here. Okay. Guys play at home, but we don't play at the training ground. Do you, I was curious if you know what your rating is. I haven't, I haven't looked it up yet. Didn't know I was in the game. Okay. <laughs> so, don't really, don't really expect to be in the game. I don't, I don't play FIFA. I don't play video games anymore. Uh, um, like, if I go over to somebody's house and we're playing, yeah, I'll play a couple games. But right. I don't have a council at my house. And, okay. Yeah. I know a bunch of the players get aggravated if their ratings aren't as high yeah. as what they think they should be. That's not going to be me if I ever <laughs> game, so. so I was curious about back there if uh, some of the guys had talked about yeah. they didn't like their ratings or not. Yeah. I did find out that uh, Tito is like third or fourth in the world in speed. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, ranked on FIFA. I can so, see that. Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah. I He's see pretty fast. Practice yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty. I, was, I found that out a few days ago and I was like, oh, that's cool. And Almiron, I mean, I mean, well, the past two games, just watching Tito just blow by yeah. uh, down the, the right side. With was, a 10 yard back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, start. and Almiron just uh, two games ago just blew past the central defender. Yeah. Three games ago, chipped the goalie on that goal. Yes. Uh, just unbelievable. Yeah. Just watching him take off. Um, so now you're a lock for the playoffs. Um, is it. Fair to say that y'all are arguably the best expansion team in MLS history? Um, I don't think so. Um, it's funny, I read an article earlier in the year. Uh, Bob Bradley was right talking about his exp I actually don't even remember. Was it Chicago? Chicago. Was Chicago? Yep. 99? Yep, that's who's record. 98. That's who's goal scoring record y'all just broke against Montreal. For expansion. With his, yeah, 63 goals, mm -hmm. right? The record was 62. That's cool. Um, with games to go. Yeah, so to be fair, like it's kind of hard to argue against somebody who came in the first year and won the cup and also won the Open Cup, I believe. Uh, you know, everything's put in context in sports through generations, different game, different league, different players, so on and so forth. But at the same time, you can put that in context and then when you come back to the team now, here in the here and now, uh, you don't really think about it too much. Right. Um, we're, fo we're, like, we're focused on just doing the best we can with what we have and that's pretty much it. I don't think many of us are thinking about what we're doing in the context of the history of the sport. Um, I think time for reflection like that is after your career is done or after the year's over, um, depending on when you right. decide to start reflecting in your life. Right. And now you've played a few games in Mercedes-Benz. What's your favorite part of the stadium? Um, it's not really the stadium. I mean, the stadium's unbelievable, but my favorite part of the, the experience of the stadium is definitely the fans. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's they came right with us from Bobby Dodd and I know we are all so like appreciative and, and blown away by the support we get. Um, you, you go to a game on a Wednesday and we still sell over 40,000 tickets and over 40,000 people are there. Um, it's just, it's amazing and breathtaking and, and we're very appreciative. So that's that's definitely, the, the atmosphere that the fans create is my favorite part of the stadium. Do you have a favorite chant that they do? Uh, not really, I like them all. There's honestly a couple of them I can't really understand uh, when everybody's screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a bad thing, they all know right. what I'm saying. Right. I've just, I've never listened closely enough as I'm watching the game. Um, so I don't actually know what they're all saying. But, <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's, all of it's about like generating excitement and, and pushing the team forward and, and that's all we can ask for. Uh-huh. It's more than we can ask for, it's, it's been great. Is there anything you want to promote on social media or anything? Nah, <laughs> don't really have a social, don't have the biggest social media platform. So well, here's how you fix it. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate it. That's uh, this edition of uh, Southern Fried Soccer. Again, Atlanta United hosts Philadelphia on Wednesday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium with a win. They are guaranteed uh, one of the six spots in the Eastern Conference in the MLS playoffs. A win also moves them into a tie for points with NYCFC, depending upon their result on Wednesday. And then the team returns to action again on Saturday at New England, uh, which they defeated 7-0 a few games ago. It's going to be an interesting matchup, I think. If the three points are won against Philadelphia, I'm going to be really curious to see the lineup that Gerardo Martino will take up to Foxborough to beautiful Gillette Stadium. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, and please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.